guys, welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jay. And I'm happy that I even made it to the studio today. I almost, l- almost died on the way. So this is a uh, Chris. Usually that's hyperbole. Right? It, it Usually is. that's like, eh, okay, yeah, you're em- embellishing quite a bit. But I was. You n- told me this story. Yeah, I was no, I was not on the road anymore. So that's that's always a. You know, you want to be on the road when you're driving. Generally, <laughs> generally, you do. unless you're in a jeep or something, you're doing it on purpose. But I was in a station wagon, not doing it on purpose. Oh, you didn't even drive the 911 down here, Chris. I, I did not. I was outside. Dude. I was outside working, like in the afternoon. I put a new swing up for the kids and was uh-huh. like climbing a tree and stuff. I was super hot and I had a headache. I was dehydrated. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna, just going to take the wagon, just because I've had some. Uh, I've had some. <laughs> <laughs> some DMV issues. I just didn't want to drive the 911. I just was like, nope, not. I don't really know this what's going on. This makes me even more confused why this incident happened. Yes, well, we'll talk. I thought you were being an asshole in the 911. We're going like, to get okay. to that. I, I, I scouted out. I'm never an asshole in the 911. That's the that's a true statement. I'm just not a jerk in the 911. I'm not. I'm, I honestly, I don't drive it that fast. But you're an asshole everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, that world can take solace that when I'm in the 911, I, I, I'm not. Um, we're also going to talk about some rally scouting, and I did some more carbureted tuning. And then you've got some updates on your car as well. Yeah. But before we get into that, what have you got for us? Yeah, let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Petrolbox. Petrolbox is a monthly subscription service specifically made for the automotive enthusiasts. Car guys, car girls, this is your monthly monthly box i got a great t-shirt in the box i I got got, the same um, one it was awesome a nice little scrubby brush a nice soft bristle brush and i got some wheel cleaner and exactly they always give you some detailing supplies it seems usually there's always some sort of apparel i know a lot of times especially coming fall maybe we're gonna start getting the hats and the beads yeah who knows maybe we should get a hoodie we should get a hoodie we need hoodies don't we? You're, you're talking overcrest? Yeah. Or like you're saying Petrobox. Yeah, neither one. I, need, I actually have all my hoodies are pretty worn out. I set one on fire last year when I was working on my front pan of my car. I'm kind of welding and I yeah. all of a sudden my arm felt hot and there's like my arm is on fire. So my whole shoulder was on fire. and it's So many of my good. shirts have like welding spots in them. Clearly not a cotton uh, hoodie because it was all like plasticky like just, just like sizzling it's <laughs> like melted to my shirt underneath so Not it's good. uh it's a good thing that petrobox does give us new apparel each and every month <laughs> along with tools detailing supplies etc there's two different levels you have the petrobox basic will cost less than 20 bucks a month the petrobox premium on the other hand gets you twice the gear for 39.95 a month check them out at mypetrolbox.com and use the code overcrest guys you know this overcrest is always the code it is. It is. So we are. Uh, we are not. We should be talking about Pike's Peak right now, but we're not. Um, needless to say, if you guys remember when I was out in, you and I drove to Luft, right? Right. right. And we got pulled over in Colorado. <laughs> right. It yes. was just like, and we were. I think it was like twenty over. I mean, it was a pretty. It was a pretty it was serious. Hefty. Yeah, it was this pretty serious speeding ticket. It was yep. two hundred and eighty dollars speeding ticket. So that was right was, about this time last year, actually. It, well, I think it was more in May. I think it was oh, May, you're right. May it was June. Spring. Yeah, it was yep. spring. And uh, <laughs> needless to say, um, Jesse paid the fine because I'm. Wait, why didn't you pay your own ticket? I don't know. She got something in the mail and she paid it. Okay, so she, so just, she she's just paid the it. bill payer. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I'm not responsible enough for that type of we activity. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she she paid it, you know, and I was just uh, done, right? right. Gone. Just, yeah, out of, out of mind, right? Yeah, I got back. I was on my way home very, very late scouting for the rally. This was after 13 hours and well over 600 miles in wow. one day. of. So you think 13 hours is 600 miles. You're averaging about, what does that come to? About 30 miles per hour. Is that kind of what that comes to? I don't have a calculator in front of me. I don't know. Whatever sure. it is. It, I'm it, sure that's wrong, actually, <laughs> but sure. But it, it was quite slow. I mean, it's not... You could make a lot more mileage in well, yeah. 13 hours, but we're driving around all these twisty roads and everything. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm... You showed me the trying, proposed route so far, which I assume is most of what you drove, and it is nothing straight about it. Yeah, it, it, it's basically just a spaghetti dinner. Yeah. So we're... I'm driving. We're going like... I'm, it's, I'm going 74 in a 65. Okay. And I, I'm tired. I mean, I'm I'm really tired. It's late. It's one o'clock, twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the morning. Wow. And we're in Goodhue County, which is two hours south of my house. Okay. No one around. Yeah. Anywhere. And I just I see and I'm driving. I know I'm speeding. Usually you hit the brakes when you see the cop, yep. right? I saw the cop and I went, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I went, Yep. There he is. <laughs> and I and I see him turn his headlights on and I just go, No. No, no, because as soon as the headlights come on, yeah, you, you just know, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's been a couple of times when I've gotten pulled over when I see the headlights come on and I'm just like, and just like pull yeah. over. And oh yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I just did you, not. you think like, oh maybe if I'm really good about it and pull over even ahead of time, they'll give me like lenient on you. I'm usually uh, I'm usually pretty polite and nice. I figure that's the best way to get out of a ticket is to just be a nice guy. Um, Again, putting on that act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, guy officer, what's his face, comes up and he's like, Oh, yeah, you're going 75. And I was like, Yeah, we're just, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, we're just, you know, the, the car's destroyed inside. There's beef jerky and Red Bull cans and, <laughs> you know, Dorito bags and just the whole thing. Is, I'm like, Yeah, it's just kind of trying to find my driver's license in this midst of a road trip explosion. I told him what we were doing. He's like, Okay, I'll be, I'll be right back with your license. Sure. So he's basically going to give you a warning, right? Super nice. He was super early, super nice. Well, I'll be right back with your driver's license. Okay. Does not come right back. Uh, he is gone That's for quite some time. Never a good sign. Never a good sign. He comes back. He's like, your license is suspended. I go, what? He's like, your license is suspended for failure to appear. <gasps> and immediately the gears start turning in my head of like, what is this? What could this be? I don't right. understand. I, I can't figure out why this is happening to me. I was like, no. Anyway, so Jeff Bull, who is uh, of Kilo fame. Right. Uh, he was with me. He's helping me with the yep. rally as well. And, uh, he ended up driving the rest of the way home. Okay. And I'm in the car going, okay, uh, criminalbackgroundchecks.com. I was like, <laughs> so I paid like $30 Are to do kidding? it. I had no idea what it could be. <laughs> so I paid like $30 to do a background check on myself. Okay. And needless to say, I'm I'm a pretty decently uh, well-cut guy. I don't have anything except oh, for- Oh, I thought you were going the other way. I thought you were going to say I'm a pretty colorful guy with my background no, check. No, no, I have nothing on there. There's like a, there's like one expired tabs thing on there and a speeding ticket from 2013. It's My driving record's actually not you, bad. I, I'm very surprised you don't get more speeding tickets. I don't speed that much. When, the way you get speeding tickets- This is again like saying I'm actually a really nice guy. I do not- <laughs> I will I'll have a little romp, but a gen- romp. Okay, yeah. <laughs> a little romp in the car. You know, you get up to speed, or you're, you know, you get on the freeway and you have a little romp, or whatever. You're out in the middle of nowhere. You have a little uh-huh. romp with the car. You have a good time, and you have a little tussle. You and the car together in the landscape and the road, and uh-huh. generally, you rode with me out to lift. You should know I'm not that crazy of a driver. I'm really not. I truly am not. Um, you go much. You let's just say you'll set the cruise much faster than I ever would. Seventy four to sixty five. 
that's it was higher than that. I don't have cruise control in the 911, you rube. What are you talking about? There I, is no cruise control. It's, it ends up on long road trips, you end up kind of like settling in. Right. And sometimes you're going a little faster than, because the speed limit on that Colorado road was was 70. Yeah, I know. And then, and then for sudden, like 100, 100 yards, I this it was like, around a curve. It, it went yeah. to 55 for like five seconds. Right. Total speed trap baloney, right? It right. was total b- bullshit. Anyway, I typically don't have a little rock. Anyway, I'm just kind of, okay. I'm pretty even, even keeled. You know, even yeah. in the 911, I drive 65, 70 on the way down here when I come to the studio. Yep. I'm, just, I'm just not that fast of a driver. I don't have a lot of speeding tickets. Um, I know when to have fun and when to behave. Needless to say, this guy uh, gave me my ticket for driving while suspended, which is $300. Yeah, that's about right. It should, I mean. It, that should be a big It should deal, be punitive. Right. However, it's my license was suspended because I didn't pay that fine in Colorado, but <laughs> which you did, which I did. So I, I spent the next day doing a whole bunch of stuff. So this is what they call a clerical error. It is a clerical error. And needless to say, Colorado, Minnesota is whatever the, they're know, not talking the, to well. someone shot the carrier pigeon out of the air <laughs> or the Wells Fargo chariot or whatever it was that delivers the, the mail. Coach didn't quite yeah, make the, it. the DMV stagecoach. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the titles take so long. It's a stagecoach. Well, the driver titles. got dysentery and didn't <laughs> caulk <laughs> the wagon and when he was fording the stream, obviously. <laughs> you know what I would ever do when I would play Oregon Trails? I would always just go hunting. You know what and I you, did? You'd come back no. with like, you've collected 700 pounds of meat. You were able to take 12. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing to do with Oregon Trail is, you know, you can name all your characters. Yeah. You name them all nobody. So then anytime someone dances, it says, nobody has died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon nobody Trail. has I'd drowned like, in the stream. I'm going to try and play a little bit of it. A little bit of Oregon you, Trail. You, you remember where you could go to the market and you'd buy like your supplies and be like bullets, 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 yeah, bullets, 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 bullets. You just have like a million bullets, way more than you ever need. Freaking Kathy's dying of freaking starvation. <laughs> Wendy's dead. Billy Joe has got dysentery. You're trying to fjord the river by yourself. And fuck it, leave them behind. No big deal. Let's I want to go, go hunting. hunting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, was, those are those are good times. Anyway, so, so let's, regardless. Yeah. So this is why we didn't go to Pikes Peak because I didn't have technically did not have a driver's license. And I and so we we played out the scenario. I said, all right, well we know it's an error, so let's just go. You can still drive. There's no. And then we thought, hold on. No, I thought you're like, hey, what's that problem? No big deal. I'm like, look, I'm like, look, dude. Okay, here's the scenario. Yep. Driving your Macan. Yep. I get pulled over. In they look up my driving record. In the middle record. of nowhere, Nebraska. In the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. They look up my driving record and go, wow, your license is not only suspended, but you got a ticket for driving while suspended yesterday. Yeah. And they're going to go, you Just obviously are not learning. On. They're either going to arrest me, tow the car, arrest me and tow the car. Or it just could have been all kinds of really bad things. It's a, right. It ends up being driving time is 16 hours from here. Yeah. So it's okay, about, with that off the table, that would have meant I would be driving solo. Right. For and 15 I, or 16 hours. My limit Which, is about 13 or 14 hours. After that, it becomes like this intense concentration thing where it's yeah. not fun anymore. I get... I. I've been known to get highway hypnosis really easily and bad. I don't. I'm I'm, I'm like an Iron Man of driving. I could yeah, drive forever. That's not me. Yeah. That being said, I would have been willing to do it for 15 hours, but not when I then have to turn around three days later and do another 15 hours. So back. we've decided we're going to do a 
Uh, needless to say, I got my driver's license back. I called Colorado. <laughs> I called the Colorado DMV, uh-huh. and I ended up talking to this lady, Kathy. She just okay. answered the phone. Hey, here, it's Kathy. Here, I was on hold for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Minimum. It yeah. was horrible. I ended up in, in two days, I spent seven hours on the phone with the DMV. That's seven, great. Seven hours. And you went to different locations. Four of them. And two courthouses. It was just <laughs> insane. It was absolutely insane. I, I had this big rant plan about the DMV, but it's it's not worth it. It's just it's it's it wasn't. It's funny. been done. Everybody hates the DMV. Every you know what? Nope, not gonna nope, say it. Don't get there. Don't <laughs> go there. Don't go there. Why don't we burn down the DMV? That's what I want to. That's where we're going. <laughs> that's where I want to go. Can we just burn down the DMV? That's what everybody's doing these days, right? It's just burn things down. Just get the DMV. Nobody likes that. We can all rally How around is that. that. Going to help this scenario, Chris? Because then they can't even find the record. Uh, well, then I'd have an excuse. Sorry, officer. The DMV is burned down. I, there's no way for me to go in and pay this thing. <laughs> I just feel like that's a cause we can all get behind. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't that? Can't we all just get behind lighting the DMV on fire? Can I just... Let's... That political party, burn the DMV. <laughs> that's, the, that's your new stance. <laughs> that's my new you're stance. Run Vote for me. Vote for me. I don't want to burn anything down, but if you're burning the DMV, the cops will walk away and everybody will be happy. <laughs> I kind of doubt that would work. Yeah, prob- probably no. not. Anyway, so we didn't go. No. Because it was just, it, it just was. It ended up not being. Morale was low. It. Yep. And after and, you, uh, told you were me mad that, at me, I was angry. You were mad at me because you thought it was my fault. And I, which even though I know logically it's not your fault, but I still harbor anger for you somehow. <laughs> I figured that's okay. It, well, for you, it is my fault because yes. I'm the catalyst for this not happening. So my wife te- goes, well, he got the speeding ticket in the first place. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's great. <laughs> I paid the thing. The thing is, is I followed all the rules and still got screwed. That's yeah. what makes me really, really Except angry. How did you make it to three DMVs and two courthouses, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I'll plead the fifth. It's yeah, it's a stupid, it's a, it's a giant scam. Yeah. Plus I, done. We're done with it. Anyway, with so that. we're going to try and figure out somewhere else to go. Whether maybe we'll go to the 24 hours of Daytona over winter yeah. or, I mean, we'll figure out something else to do. And uh, just so we can hang out with people and meet new people and, right. and do some of those types of things. We'll figure out another event to go to. Actually, Nikki did have a good idea. She was like, well, rather than like road warrioring it 16 hours both ways, why don't you do like a listener call out and be like, all right, here's our general route. If you're willing to host us, let us know. Oh, no. And we'll just pit stop every four hours somewhere. Yeah, that's what people need is you snoring at their house. Yeah. That would just shake the timbers <laughs> off, shake the roof off the entire place. Everybody will regret it. We have like zero star reviews. This Grace was great. But <laughs> Jake snores so loud. Zero stars. Would not listen again. Do not host. <laughs> Should that be our intro music? Is me snoring? I'm sure yes. my wife has a recording somewhere. Oh, I'm, I do. I have recordings of it. Oh, I do, yeah. That's right. I still can't believe you slept outside the cabin. That was actually great. I want to do that was. again. Yeah, well, we can make that happen. That's, <laughs> a, that's not an issue. So, right. um, so we talked about carburetor tuning last week, right? We got your car yeah, all so, dialed so in. I got my I got my new hatchets. <laughs> Which, I without any sort of description, seems weird. I know. So basically what this is, is so when you have... I think maybe I talked about this last week. When you have your carburetor, you have an accelerator pump, which squirts extra fuel. Right. When right you hit the gas, the because it squirts it all the way down past the secondary venturi and just blasts the fuel directly into the cylinder heads. Essentially, it gets way in the intake manifold at least. Right, it gets way in there, and that kind of helps mitigate when you open up the throttles. The air slows down, 
and the fuel does not get drawn into the secondary venturis to go into the engine um, as fast as it needs to. That, so it's the, just there's a delay regardless with the circuit catching up. Correct. So the the accelerator pump basically it it adds compensates it, for compensates that. for it. And if you hit it all the way and you floor it, it squirts tons of fuel. If you go just a little bit, it just squirts a little bit. It's it kind of goes throughout the whole rev range as you're operating the gas pedal. Sure. On my carburetors, I don't know about other carburetors, but that's what does in mine. So. Um, when PMO developed these carburetors, which are... What does PMO stand for? Uh, pretty much... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say pretty much awesome, but that's not how no, you spell it. Pretty much awesome is what is what it's... No, that is the no. stupidest thing I couldn't think of anything that starts oh, with O. I, I just... I softballed you there, man. Yeah, I know. It's a pretty masculine opportunity. We'll just go, <laughs> we'll just go with that. They, they, they are a, a meaty carburetor. Anyway, so they're based off of a Weber IDA. Three, like well, IDA, right? Is that IDF? IDF. So a three, uh, a three stack IDF. I think the IDAs are two. Is that correct? That sounds like, right. Yeah, that's like a Volkswagen were, deal. Yeah, like if you had a, a Beetle or a nine twelve or something like that. Anyway, um, <laughs> these. Anyway, so they have these little uh, accelerator pumps, and when you hit the gas, it that operates this little lever, right? That pushes the actuating lever. It's basically a cam. Is Correct. what it is. So it's a little cam that looks like a hatchet. Like if you were a St. Clown Posse fan, you can picture it in your head right now, the little fiery hatchet that they have. <laughs> um, and it rotates on a little lever, yeah. which operates the accelerator pump. And the more you push it, the, the it doesn't add more. It just continues to do it's what the it duration. does. duration. This just has the duration start sooner. Oh, all right. Okay, so it just comes on sooner. And all of the new PMO carburetors come with it. Yeah. It's standard equipment. So mine are apparently a little older. It doesn't have those. So I swapped those out and it runs great, except I think it's a little out of sync. I think the, you know, remember that little, this is kind of like inside conversation, but there was like a 13 millimeter nut on one of the linkages. Okay. And you said, oh, you should probably take that off because there isn't one on the other side. No. Okay. Anyway, so I took the thing off that you said I should take off. Not a good idea. I don't remember that at I, all. Oh, I specifically do because I thought it was a bad idea at the time. But what since linkage I, had a 13 millimeter nut on the it? The big bar that goes across had like a little uh, jam nut on one side. And, oh. you, and you said, oh, you should take that off. How does that affect it? Uh, because now the rod slides back and forth. On the on so the, bend the bracket inward like it's supposed to be instead no, of this because weird. Then, no, because then it. I tried that and then it changes the way the load is on. Those need to be mm. in a specific spot. Cause if you change it to have them lean over a little bit, yeah. then it starts to pull on it. It pulls on it in the wrong well, way. Should, it kind of so now the get, carp, You should get that nut zinc coated for me because it looked strange. Okay, well I'll spray paint it gold or something to make you feel better, <laughs> uh, or I can grab a. I might actually have a zinc plate one off should. like a starter or something. I'm sure you, you know can. they have. Anyway, so I got to put that back in because right now at mid throttle, yep. they're out of sync. I can hear it you instead of being tell. like, it's you can hear. Hmm. You start to learn when things are out of sync. You're like, yep, that doesn't sound right. Plus, I know my motor. Yeah, I've listened to it for. 60,000 miles, I know what it's supposed to sound like, and I can tell when it's out of sync just by listening to it. Yeah. So I can tell it's slightly out of sync. It's not out of sync at wide open throttle because you're you're down. You're all the way in. You're a wide open throttle. Right. So they're they're fine. But in that mid, that thing is bent, and it's just interesting. very slightly out one, of sync. One thing that was interesting is when we were tuning this and we put on my big um, wideband O2 sensor, which I have this big pipe extension that we put onto the yep. rear. Did you make me one yet? I said make me one. Yeah, not yet. I think I should put I my new. I bought a Bluetooth one. So what are you thinking? You're gonna go like just hard mount it into your SSIs or something? I thought I would just do on one side, just okay. so I can have. I could pull up my phone when I'm traveling or I'm in the mountains or whatever. I could just 
he can look and be like, oh, yeah, we're getting lean. Sure. I could change the jet out. You know what I mean? I could just, yeah. I could kind of keep an eye on it. Just yeah, I don't want to a- gauge. I don't want to have any of that stuff. But I could, I could drill a hole, and it came with the bung. And oh, I, I just, have a bung, too, yeah. Yeah, I could just cap it off. Yeah, we all do, Jake. We all <laughs> no, have one. I, I, wouldn't, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're giving me that look? No, I was going to make that joke, but I do actually have a couple extra O2 bung. Yeah, mine, mine came with one. So I thought about okay. just taking the, uh, just what's the step drill bit? A step bit? Yeah. Just drilling in and I don't that know. That seems very not precise. No, well, you put it in between the muffler and the header where everything kind of collects together right there. Right. I meant the using muffler. a step drill bit. <laughs> why not? You just step. How else are you supposed to drill a hole? A pilot bit and then the actual bit size. That's huge. Why don't it's I just like use five a, I'll just use a step bit. It's fine. You drill a pilot hole and then step bit your way in. Okay. No big deal. Um, and then I'll have like a way to kind of check my air fuel ratio. I think that could be that would be beneficial. Cool. Um, what I was gonna say though is, remember it had this weird backfiring when we were, had that pipe on. It was so rich. So well, yes, it was rich, but it, I was at ten to one. It was very, very rich. That is gone. That doesn't do that anymore. No, but I'm saying it did it more when we had that sensor in place. Mm-hmm. Because the O2 sensor basically gets red hot, and we had it so far back in the stream that it would basically ignite and go right out in the atmosphere. Yeah, and then, it was boom. loud. It was so loud. I completely overhauled my carbs. I put in 30 millimeter venturis, which are down from 34s I had in there, up from 27 and a half, which it came stock with. So you went from 27 to 34? Yes. That is a massive change. Yes. Massive. That's supposedly what the Star Sport Kit was supposed to do. Okay. Uh, so that's what I was going off of. And it ran great up top. Like from five to seven, it was just awesome. Ton of power. That's that's the well-known thought on Venturi's is you run them big and it is great if you're on track. But everything under that was just like sucks. popping and snorting and turning into fires. Yep. So I went down to 30 millimeters and I played around with jet size as a two as well. I really leaned out the idle circuit too was running really rich and it, it I'm amazed how much better it runs. Is it still it doesn't pull as hard I suppose, but it doesn't. I'm so disappointed. I was like this it idles great, it runs great, the transitions are all great and its drivability is there like before I wouldn't want my wife to drive it. Because it's just so finicky. You didn't want to have to explain, well, exactly. it does this, it does that. Right. Yep. Whereas this is like, you can just hop in and drive. But it, and only I would be able to tell it's slower. It's just a little bit slower on the top end. That sucks because it's already pretty slow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting because now that I had it like tuned well, I, I had that backfiring, that popping when I had the O2 sensor yep. in the extended pipe. So, so that obviously is what it was. So what does your car make for horsepower? 140, right? And that was an E. Okay, so you're less than that. Because yeah. an E would have been Weber's, and then e, an S uh, would have been MFI. I think the E and also S? had MFI. Okay, so the E and the S had MFI, and yep. then you had so the Zenith. So an S with a 2.2 was about 210. An E was 150, and I think I make 120 out of the box. 210, I think it was more like 190, 195. You're right. Yeah. Um, so what did, what out of the box was yours? Well, like 120. Okay, so 120 horsepower, which, honestly, for a light car, it's still fun. It's very fun, for sure. And it's only slow when you're comparing it with me in my car, because right. my car is very fast, right? right. You know, it's, yes, <laughs> it is. It's very disappointing going from your car to mine. However, when I drove your car... Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And that the was before I did any of this work, actually. Well, now you're closer to where that is now, probably then. So here's the question. 
Can you put a set of cams in that thing? Yes, you can. So what's the what's the result of a camshaft set? In It'll the car? get you basically right above what an e-spec car would be. Well, that's thirty horsepower. Yeah. Why aren't you doing that? Because that's what this Stoddard Sport Kit was supposed to get you. So yes, it probably made one hundred and fifty from five thousand to seven thousand. Yeah, then, but you hated driving it. I know. It just sucked. I did. So we need to put the cams in there. Sure. So you know you can do the cams. You could just have to drop the engine a little bit. and You can pull the cams out. You take the valve covers off, loosen up the rockers, and you can pull the cams out of there without disassembling the engine. You don't have to like take the motor apart to do cams. You can really? take them right out of the cam towers. Whoop, slide them yeah, right out. I, I slide the new you ones could in. Maybe and do it. something like that, but I didn't know about the chain tensioners and all that. Well, yeah, you got to redo your timing and everything. You know, you set up the top dead center before you do it. The timing is kind of a shit show because it's got these little dowel pins and it's infinitely variable and you got to put a, um, what's it called? A feeler, not a feeler gauge, a, a micrometer yeah. on the lifter and kind of check and like where top dead center is. There's a whole process. Maybe that's this winter's project. Yeah, why not? Or do it right before winter so you can at least drive it and see if it actually works so you don't have to put cams in and go, all right, well. Maybe another four months till we can figure out if that worked or not. Well, if it runs. Yeah, but you want to feel if it, it's great, right? <laughs> yeah, save it till spring. That'll save it till spring. Thing. So that, okay, sure. That'll be a, we can, we can do that. That'd be fun. I'd like I to like come that. over and hang out in your super clean garage and, yeah. and do that. So um, I did some rally scouting. Jeff and I, like I yeah, said, you we, mentioned that. And uh, so basically what it is, is I kind of was trying to figure out, I wanted it to be, so it's a two day, two day rally this year. Right. And by the time this episode comes out, applications are closed so if you didn't make it in unless there's some extenuating circumstances that's just too bad you're gonna have to wait until next year uh but uh the it's all wisconsin side and it's kind of a uh conglomeration of last year's rally but with all new roads for the last day and a half and they're all new roads to me too um and a lot of them i drove in the dark in that wagon it was scary some of these i mean the, the headlights aren't that great to begin oh, okay. with yeah and you're on these narrow roads with no center line and the trees are wrapped really tight yeah and i just remembered looking out and it's just this void this just black well, especially wisconsin in the summer at night my biggest concern would be deer they were everywhere right they were absolutely everywhere I, jeff goes there's a one in three chance you hit a deer. I'm like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> Come on, baby. Where are you? He's like, oh, because you don't, that was the red way. I wouldn't have to try and sell it then. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, well, make sure you're going fast enough. Yeah. Well, no. Yes. I'm like, okay, here's, he goes, well, I don't want that. I don't want to die. I'm like, <laughs> so if you're ever going to run into something like uh -huh. a deer that's in the road, just hit it. Okay. That's what people don't understand. Is they swerve and they, they swerve and they hit. It's You want to hit a 150 pound deer or a 200 pound deer, or do you want to run into a tree? Yeah. You uh, just hit the deer. That, you know, a lot of times, especially in a car like that, it'll just kind of fly over you. It does, but it does do a lot of damage to the oh, car. Yeah. Um, I've had deers just run into the side of a car before yep. where they just run into the door and you're like, <laughs> deer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could open the door for you at least if you wanted a ride. I mean, come on, man. What was the last Uber you ran in that that, 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 that worked? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the only deer impact I've had was my mom's minivan when I was 16 years old up north and it was dusk and the deer came hopped up from the shoulder and I didn't swerve, but I locked up the brakes and it basically hit the front corner and there's just shit everywhere. No, God, that's what happened. I mean, to me the too. impact just evacuated the bowels. Yep, that's what happened to me. My rabbit. I had the first Volkswagen rabbit I ever had was Audrey. You know, it had the carburetors yep. and everything like that. 
And this was after one of the after one of the rallies. Actually, I was kind of on the way to the get together point or whatever, and I saw the deer running across the road, and yep. I hit the brakes. Yep. Hitting the brakes is fine. You just don't want to swerve off the road, right? So I hit the brakes, yep. and I just hooked it with the front fender. Yes. And those cars are very flat, <laughs> yeah. right in the front, and but and the, but the fender kind of sticks out straight, and the, this fender just went right into its gut, hooked it, and there was just. Same thing. There's just, just shit deer poop everywhere. 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 Think cartwheeled. I watched it cartwheel, yep. and it, Jess was behind me and watched it and yeah. watched it happen. Anyway, it, it went slow mo, right? You had the adrenaline slow I was like, motion. It was like, wunk. And I was like, no. Anyway, the car this ran. Was, I felt like I was locked up on the brakes and like going back and forth for like five minutes right. before impact. Yeah. Well, anyway, he crushed all the velocity stacks on my carburetor. Oh, no. Because I had a loom, like spun aluminum. Yeah. Like really, really nice. They you just, were, gonna, were you going to say cute? Really cute? No, they weren't cute. They were just hands. like you were saying no, cute. No, really cute. I mean, they could have been cute. They, they were too big cute. for cute. They were way too big for cute. Anyway, they smashed them up flat, right? <laughs> just flattened them right up into the carburetors, totaled the car. I mean, it was just it was such a bummer. In hindsight now, knowing what I know now, I would just weld the new core support on the car. But at the time, I was 23. I didn't really know. Yeah. I probably should have tried. I sold it, sold the car. They painted it flat black, and it ended up getting crushed or something or gone. Wow. Or, anyway, that was the that was the demise of that car. However, uh -huh. what was interesting was there was a, a, a truck, a guy in a truck that was a hunter, yeah. pulled up behind me. He's like, hey, man, you mind if I cut the, the scent glands off that deer? And I'm like, yeah, no. but do you have a what? bone saw? He goes, yeah, I do. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> so I cut the the antlers off the deer. Oh, you took the antlers. I took the antlers. They're on my wall in my garage right now. So he may have fucked up my car. You know car. you're supposed to report that. What, that I took his antlers? Yep. Oh, pff, why? You're supposed to report that to the DNR. Why? I don't know. Tell me why. I don't and then know, I'll care. Chris. I didn't Otherwise, care. Otherwise, it's going to look like poaching. It was not poaching. I ran into him with a car. You think I wanted to do that? Maybe. Anyway, who cares? Who gives a shit? Anyway, his, his <laughs> antlers are on my wall. Screw him. He will, <laughs> he will live in infamy forever. Wait, those are the antlers you can put on the front of your truck. <laughs> yes, it comes full circle. Um, so I wanted to tell you about how I almost died. I almost forgot to tell you about how I almost died. Did on we those. totally? We skipped over it completely. Okay. So I'm driving here. And there's the spot where you have to merge into one lane to get on another road, which is very common in society. You merge and you get onto another road. This is something that happens all the time. Uh -huh. Okay, everybody should be used to people merging together. Yes. It's just what we do because we're yes. human beings. Otherwise, it would just be chaos. We all have this, like, handshake rule that you kind of just all merge together and you do your thing. It's called the zipper, right? You just right. do it. You're not an asshole. You let people in. They let you in. And right. everybody goes about their life, right? Okay. And we all listen to our podcasts in the car. It's not a big deal. We should just be cheerful and happy and drink our little coffees or whatever we got and go on with our lives. This guy, nope. <laughs> this dude was having the worst day of his life, I think. So, so you're merging onto some I'm, sort of highway freeway situation. Yeah, merging into uh, from a freeway to another freeway. There's an exit lane and sure. it just merges into another freeway. So it's all kind of moving. It doesn't stop at the end or anything. Yep. So I merge in front of this 18-wheeler semi with a side dumper on the back, Yep. which is that big yellow thing that just dumps to the side, right? Right. And, and they uh, always seem like they're way too top-heavy, Chris. This. How does that work? I think it's probably fine. Anyway, so they... Uh, that was I, not ever a concern for you? No, never a concern. Okay. So I merged in front of this guy. Plenty of space. Yep. Okay? Plenty of space. Okay. I got extra close to the car in front of me so I could give the 18-wheeler more space because okay. I always try to give these guys space. Yeah. 
I have great respect for truck drivers. Absolutely. Because they're doing this every day. It's got to be a shit show with all kinds of people driving around doing dumb stuff and, even, and not paying attention, being the on their least, phones. Even if you don't respect the drivers, you have to respect a machine that weighs that much. Yeah, you better respect the 40-ton missile exactly. that's basically coming up on you. Anyway, so I get in front of him, and uh, we get on the freeway. All of a sudden, he's next to me. Okay. And all of a sudden, he's right next to me. He looks at me and starts to run me off the road, oh. merging into me. And he's got his hand out the window, like making a come on motion with his hand. And out of, oh, to the right? To the left. He's merging into the left. He, he okay, went around. Okay, so you're me. in the left lane. Yes. Gotcha. I could not believe what was happening. And I'm like, pretty soon I'm on the shoulder, on the, on the rub thing. Yep. And then pretty soon one, two of my wheels are in the dirt. Jeez. And I'm sl- trying to slow down carefully. Right. To not just like hit the brakes and do because if you if i'm in that situation i hit the brakes someone else behind me is gonna freak out yep i'm trying to like maintain some sense of control and make it not like a random event that makes some dude that's texting when he looks up go ah! and just like <laughs> spiral out of control into an embankment right anyway Damn. i get behind him and i'm like holy shit this dude is like what out of control heck? this dude is out of control yeah so the first thing i go i do is i go i go i'm gonna call 911 because this dude tried to kill me right in my mind what else could he be trying to do? Either way, that's illegal. It's highly illegal. It's very aggressive. He probably wasn't trying to, he wasn't going, I'm going to kill that guy. It's, it's F that guy. That's right. what he was thinking. Screw just, him. Screw I'm him. He'll, he'll move. Him a lesson. Yeah, I'm the big boy in the room, right? right? You know, it's like Mike Tyson and getting in line in front of you somewhere. You're like, okay, well, I'll just come on in here. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I pull up, uh, I, I basically, I dial 911. Okay. And I'm like, in, in my mind, it's a little vindictive. Right to to call nine one one on this guy. I'm like, I'm gonna call nine one nine one one on this guy. That's the only recourse I have. Because me pulling up next to him, and being like, hey, man, what's up? What are you doing? Flip him off and stuff like that. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I've done that in the past. It, it does nothing. Yeah, nothing it just good escalates comes. And it, yeah. So I pull up next to him. The name of his comp- company is Anthony <laughs> Anthony Twinning Trucking. And none of the uh, and I've got a picture here. And he, just putting him on blast. Okay. I, I well, who cares? I don't. I don't mind that. This dude sucks. Um, Anthony Twinning Trucking from Sartell, Minnesota. And uh, he was all, I called the cops. They said, okay, we got his number, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, how, as a truck driver, how can this guy's life not be over as a trucker? Right. When someone, I mean, this is out of control. It's literally out of control. You cannot do this as a DOT trucker. Right. What, I mean, we have a couple of truck driver listeners. You should get a hold of me and let me know what happens. <laughs> In this situation. I mean, I have to imagine it's something like your word against his, and so they may not actually take away his license or something, but I, I maybe. don't know. It's, it, I'm sure it goes on some sort of record. Yeah, so twinning is kind of an, an unfortunate name. Anyway, so my uh, my <laughs> wife looked up this guy. She immediately oh, looked him up. Okay. Um, there has been a suspect arrested in Cook County. This is uh, June 20th of 2008. Okay. A 31-year-old man is in jail after another man was found badly beaten on the <gasps> roadside in Cook. No. According to a press release from the Cook Police Department, 26-year-old Anthony James Twinning of Sauk Rapids, Minnesota, was found lying on the sidewalk. That's the subheading. Um, a 30-year-old man is in jail after another man was found badly beaten on the roadside in Cook. According to the press release from the Cook Department, 26-year-old Anthony James Twinning of Sauk Rapids, Minnesota, road raged to get someone and got his ass kicked. No. No, that's just, I inserted that. I just, I'm assuming that's what happened. Uh, was found lying on the sidewalk along Highway 52 in Cook shortly before midnight Thursday. Twinning had head injuries from a probable physical assault. According to the press release, he was taken to a hospital and cooked by ambulance and was then airlifted to St. Mary's Medical Center in Duluth. Wow. A suspect in the assault, a man from rural Cook, was taken into custody and lodged at the St. Lodged? 
Is that all they said? It? Lodged at the St. Louis County Jail in Virginia. Hey, they got nice accommodations. Yeah, I'm they, sure. they lodged him. Charges are pending. <laughs> the case remains under investigation. So the guy obviously got his ass beat really badly. And my thought is, I mean, does he have like a traumatic brain injury? Is that why or he's like so PTSD angry? Or like PTSD or something? Yeah, I don't know. But he obviously <laughs> made someone else on the road very, very angry. So this isn't his yeah. first altercation on the road. Wow. I love how you look this guy up. Yeah, well, that's my wife. She's a creep. <laughs> yeah, she, looks, she looks everybody up. I don't really even know what to say about her. Wow. So. Well, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, well, Anthony Twinning, settle down, buddy. You Just settle take down. Easy. Yeah. Road, road rage is never good. No. You know, I've gotten into a few altercations that ended in physical. I've been in some physical altercations where I had to spray someone in the face with uh, <laughs> starter fluid. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, that was great. Did I have I told that story on Yes, here? you have. Yeah, so that was that was interesting. I've done uh, <laughs> I break checked people. I just, Don't do that either. You, this was I was young. I was like seventeen. You know, you learn and you learn better. To, yeah. You learn to know better. You just cannot do. It's not. It's not worth it. No. This Anthony guy, I'll never see him again. No. I'll never. You will never see any of these people again. You're. You're. You're road raging for no reason. Right. They're, you're not winning anything. You're not twinning <laughs> at all. Anytime you do this, <laughs> it's just not worth it. Don't do it. Settle down. I know. Yes. If you want to yell at the guy, what the F are you doing? You idiot. And you're in your car kind of yelling at people. We all do that. But there's no reason to engage someone else with a 3,000 pound weapon. Yeah. You don't know the way other people are going to react. You know what I've done in the past to de-escalate? Because you get so angry and you want to, like, flick them off or they're flicking you off. Just a friendly wave and a smile. That's almost worse. I hate it. With you, but... <laughs> you know what's interesting is I give people a chance. If they do something wrong, I pull up alongside them and I kind of look at them with, like, an inquisitive look. Yeah. And a lot of times they're like, I'm sorry, you right. know, whatever. And right. that's I've, if I make a mistake and I pull up, I'm like, I'm really sorry. You can do, like, the thing with your hands. I'm so sorry. It was my bad. You know, whatever. You can kind of do that type of thing. But the whole, like, throw something out of the window at people and it's just. Also highly illegal. Extremely illegal. Dangerous. You don't know. If someone is willing to engage with you, it's not. Oh, you know what was funny? Wow. Um, this was my last road rage incident. There was a guy <laughs> that um, was, like, driving up on my butt and, like, trying to crowd me in his truck or whatever. And the guy had, like, this bandage on his nose. Okay. And it was, like, it was a bandage on his nose, and there was a strap that went around his head. So he obviously had a broken nose. Okay. Like, it was just, like, and his eyes were all swollen, and he was, like, super angry. Like, he's, like, in his truck, super mad. Like, what? 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 what is this life that you live, Chris, that you come across these people know. so frequently? I don't know. Well, I do live in, in, in uh, redneck land, which is, you know, where all this stuff okay. kind of takes place. Anyway, so, so I just... I turned her over and looked at him, and I just pointed at his nose, pointed at my nose, and just started laughing. And he got so pissed. The dude was so mad. And, I, <laughs> and my kid was with me, and she goes, Daddy, what's wrong with that guy's nose? I'm like, I don't know. He must have gotten in a road rage, and it was someone else, and it didn't oh work out. Oh, my goodness. And I just, you got to. You got to just not engage. You can't, you know, you could engage with that guy and start like, you know, kind of crowding him on the road or riding on him or something like that. But it's just, don't do it. It's not worth it. No, it never is. And you know what you could do that's a little more cathartic than that? I don't know. Maybe like rub some paint down. 
Yeah, polish your car with Oberk Car Care, our sponsor. I have a, you know what they need? This maybe not Oberk because they're a really professional organization. But if I was <laughs> okay, if I was going to start a some car detailing company, detailing company, <laughs> dirt bag. Why is it a dirt bag detailing company? If I was going to start a detailing company, the name of it would be Rub One Out Detailing Company. I think that would be amazing. Just like oh, all these geez. weird innuendos and stuff like that. The whole thing would just be innuendos? Yeah, it would absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just <laughs> like just like polish your knob or something. Just like <laughs> knob polish. Yep. Yeah, for the wheel polish. Those would be knob polish. It would be just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> yep. Okay. Just like the the rug muncher for the like the cleaner on the okay. carpet and stuff like that. Uh, it would be it would be awesome. You could do so many different things. Yeah, some sort of like glistening body panels. <laughs> and, yep, yep. I gotcha. You know what's more professional than that is our sponsor. Yeah, don't Oberk buy car care. Don't buy anything from some dirt bag like me. <laughs> exactly. Oberk is a Midwest manufacturer of polishing compounds and supplies that are researched, tested, and developed by professional keyword Chris professional detailers here. Obrick's products are designed to decimate holograms, swirls, and any oxidation on your vehicle's paint. And right now, Obrick is offering 20% off any order online with the code OVERCREST. The discount code is good not only on obrickcarcare.com, but also on carsuppliesWarehouse.com and detailedimage.com. Check those guys out. Thanks for everybody for hanging out with us and listening to us tell a bunch of stories and, you know, learn about how you should appreciate how much I'm here. I didn't almost make it. Um, we will see you guys on Friday. Take care. <laughs>